2: and and
3: And welcome again to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf.
4: And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thank you for joining us again today. We appreciate you spending a little of your week. Each week with us.
3: This is the very best show on the air for all those whom we affectionately call geezers and whippersnappers and all those in between that is, individuals and families dealing with life transitions, aging, the care of loved ones, young and old, and a host of other challenges.
4: It's a show featuring information, insight, and we hope, inspiration with something new to take away from the program each week, something you can share with family and friends. We certainly hope you or that we can spur some good reflection and conversation in your life. If you'd like to be a part of the conversation with us today, our number is 457 1290. And you can always write to us at Bob and Gloria at theirsaseasonshow.com. Also, remember to tell family and friends in far off places that they can catch the show live at WHIO.com or on the iHeartRadio app.
3: Now, a a couple of notes today. One, we have a topic to discuss today that likely requires some parental discretion. So while it may apply to teens and even slightly younger children, it's probably not appropriate for very young kids, and you can be the judge. And if you decide it's not right to listen to today, but would still like to catch the contents later on, we'll have a podcast of the program available shortly. Two... While we welcome and invite your general comments today, we are not really in a position to advise on particular relationships or family matters uh, regarding this topic. And and watch now, nobody will call, right? So uh, today, we're going to talk about something that is affecting millions and millions of Americans and others all around the world. It has drastically changed perceptions, relationships, and some would argue physiology. It is ubiquitous in our culture, insidious in our media habits, and in the opinion of countless educators, psychologists, clergy, and other people who research this and study this, um, it is something that people would consider damaging. Given the scope of this topic and the relative shortness of our time with you today, we're going to do our best to focus this topic mostly on younger men and to share with you the effect that pornography has had on their lives.
4: In 2016, Time Magazine published an article entitled Porn and the Threat to Virility. The article is too long to share in its entirety today, but we will be sharing excerpts that you may find alternately enlightening, profound, disturbing, and inspiring. So we begin today with that article, Porn and the Threat to Virility.
3: Subtitle of this is The First Generation of Men Who Grew Up With Unlimited online porn are sounding the alarm. Noah Church is a 26-year-old part-time wildland firefighter in Portland, Oregon. When he was nine, he found naked pictures on the Internet. He learned how to download explicit videos. When he was 15, streaming videos arrived, and he watched those, often, several times a day, doing that which people often do while watching that genre by themselves. After a while, he says those videos did not arouse him as much, so he moved on to different configurations, sometimes involving just women, sometimes one woman and several guys, sometimes even an an unwilling woman. Uh, I could find anything I imagined and a lot of stuff I couldn't imagine, he says. And after the appeal of those things waned, he moved on to the next level, more intense and often more violent.
4: In his senior year of high school, he had an opportunity to have actual sex with a real partner. He was attracted to her and she to him, as demonstrated by the fact that she was naked in her bedroom in front of him, but his body didn't seem to be interested. There was a disconnect between what I wanted in my mind and how my body reacted, he says. He simply couldn't get the necessary hydraulics going. He put it down to first-timers' nerves, but six years went by, and no matter which woman he was with, his body was no more cooperative. It responded only to the sight of porn. Church came to believe that his adolescent internet indulgence had somehow caused his problems and that he had what some are calling porn-induced erectile dysfunction.
3: A growing number of young men are convinced that their sexual responses have been sabotaged because their brains were virtually marinated in porn when they were adolescents. Their generation has consumed explicit content in quantities and varieties never before possible, on devices designed to deliver content swiftly and privately, all at an age when their brains were more plastic, that is, more, por- uh, more prone to permanent change than in later life. These young men feel like unwitting gu- guinea pigs in a largely unmonitored, decade-long experiment in sexual conditioning. The results of the experiment, they claim, are literally a downer. So they're beginning to push back, creating online community groups, smartphone apps, and educational videos to help men quit porn. They have started blogs and podcasts and take all the public speaking gigs that they can get. Porn has always faced criticism among the faithful and among the feminists, but now for the first time, some of the most strident alarms are coming from the same demographic as its most enthusiastic customers.
4: Of course, there are much broader concerns about porn's effect on society that go beyond the potential for sexual dif- dysfunction, including the fact that that it often celebrates the degradation of women and normalizes sexual aggression. In February 2016, these issues led British Prime Minister David Cameron's government, which had previously asked Internet service providers to filter adult contact unless a user opted in, to begin the process of requiring porn sites to verify the age of their users or face a fine. Shortly afterward, the Utah legislature unanimously passed a resolution to treat pornography as a public health crisis. And compelling new research on visual stimuli is offering some support to these young men's theories, suggesting the combination of computer access, sexual pleasure, and the brain's mechanisms for learning could make online porn acutely habit-forming with potential psychological effects.
3: We're reading here from the article, Porn and the Threat to Virility. It appeared in Time Magazine in uh, early part of 2016. We'll tell you a little bit more about the author here in just a moment. For Gabe Deem, who was 28, porn was as much a part of adolescence as homework or acne. Says Deem, quote, It was normal and it was everywhere, he says. He grew up in an era when what used to be considered X-rated was becoming mainstream. And he and his friends used to watch explicit videos constantly, he says. Even during class... On their school-issued laptops. Ponder that for a moment when you talk about all the technology in schools. It wasn't something we were ashamed of. Deem, who lives in Texas, is the founder of Reboot Nation, a forum and online video channel that offers advice and support for young people who believe they are addicted to pornography, have sexual dysfunctions as a result, (laughs) and who wish to quit. He's a little different from many of the porn activists because he was sexually active at a young age and consumed porn only as a side dish. But it came to dominate his diet, and some years after high school, he says, I got with a gorgeous girl, and we went to have sex, and my body had no response at all. I was freaked because I was young and fit, and I was super attracted to the girl. He went to his doctor, and I said, I might have low T, Deem says, using slang for testosterone deficiency. And the doctor laughed.
4: Many of the details of his story are confirmed by his girlfriend at the time, who would prefer to remain anonymous. He would try to start something, and then in the middle he would say, I think we should wait, she recalls. I was just really confused, and I would think, does he not like me? What's going on? It took nine months after he told her about his problem for him to be able to perform with her. Having a partner with ED isn't the primary problem most young young women are facing with porn, and only a fraction of women report feeling addicted. Yet, they are not immune to the effects of growing up in a culture rife with this content. Teen girls increasingly report that guys are expecting them to behave like porn starlets, encumbered by neither body hair nor sexual needs of their own.
3: The article goes on, in April 2015, Alexander Rhodes left a good job with Google to develop counseling and community support sites for those who are struggling with a porn habit. He had started the NoFap subreddit, a list of posts on one subject, on the popular website Reddit and a companion website called NoFap.com in 2011, but it's now a full-time endeavor. The name derives from FAP, which is Internet Speak for Masturbation. The 26-year-old says his first exposure to porn was a pop-up ad. No, he really swears. That's, that was the case. You may have heard that excuse from uh, some, a child you might know, but he said it was the truth. And it happened when he was 11. His father was a software engineer in Pennsylvania, and he had been encouraged to play with computers since he was three years old. Again, ponder this when you think about what technology is Yeah,
4: The shows that we've had about you know these young ones having it at their you know. fingertips. Right. Every minute of the day, and yeah, you're seeing. And the pop-up ads do happen, right, right. Right. Despite sometimes the best efforts, right.
3: He says, "quote For as long as there had been an internet, I had relatively unfiltered access," says Rhodes. The ad was for a site that showed rape, but he says he only understood there was a naked lady in the ad. Pretty soon, he was printing out thumbnails of his image search results for women's tummies or pretty girls' boobies. By the time he was 14, he says he was pleasuring himself to porn 10 times a day. That's not an exaggeration, he insists. That and video games was all I did. Wow. That's, that's the opening foray into this article called Porn and the Threat to Virility. It's by Belinda Luscom, uh, or Luscom, I think, from uh, Time Magazine. What do you think as you hear this? Does any of this sound familiar to you or your family, to someone you love or care for? Just ahead, we're going to talk more about pornography, about sexual dysfunction, about the debate about behavioral addictions and related maladies. What What is what is with all of that? How does this addiction stack up to others? And we've got a lot more ahead, too. If you've got a comment, please join us at 457-1290. And we'll be right back with more on this important subject after this.
4: You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
0: The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Don't let America's greatest air show and Dayton's number one summer party sneak by you. The Veteran Dayton Air Show, presented by Kroger, will feature the United States Navy Blue Angels in their first Dayton appearance in four years. June 23rd and 24th, experience military and civilian demonstrations, historic reenactments, food and fun, along with hands-on interactive events. A limited number of advanced premium CD tickets are available while supplies last at DaytonAirShow.com and get discount tickets at area Kroger stores. All right, Dory, you've known the gang at Irwin for a very long time.
4: I don't belong to any gangs.
5: (laughs) It's the Jeep Celebration Event at Irwin. Now through July 2nd, save big on the new 2018
0: Jeep Wrangler. I love the fact that you can call in if there's an issue or a question, and you can go right to the owner, Matt or Ron. They're right there. Are you tired of all the fine print and gimmicks from other dealers? Come see Ron and I at Irwin. You'll find us on the showroom floor. Get a great deal with a handshake at Irwin. Irwin, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. I-75, Exit 69, Troy.
5: You've noticed some changes, but how do you know when it's time? If your loved one is unable to take medications on their own, if they're getting lost or disoriented easily, or if they're losing weight from not eating, it's time for memory care at Symphony at Centerville.
0: Our unique
5: in-the-moment program engages your loved one in the moment they're experiencing and offers compassionate interaction. This approach provides the care they need and the peace of mind you desire. Symphony at Centerville. Call 999-2020.
6: So what are you guys doing about the water damage in the basement? Apparently Doug has a
7: guy.
1: Liz, as your best friend, I need to tell you about Dependable Construction and Remodeling. They restored my sister's house after their flood, and they put on their new roof. And get this, Dependable Construction even does mold remediation and fire restoration. Wow, they
6: sound like superheroes.
0: The team of experts at Dependable Construction and Remodeling are ready to be your heroes. For home repairs of all kinds, call today or visit DependabilityFirst.com.
3: Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. and I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give
0: Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437.
3: That's 800-385-0437.
0: What goes better with summer than live music and cold beer? The answer is nothing, folks. Not then. So on Saturday, June 23rd, Miami Valley Gaming gives us Rhythm and Brews with over 100 great brews and live music headlined by Little Ed and the Blue Imperials on the Yingling Stage. Plus food trucks, plus free admission. So come down June 23rd from 4 to 10 p.m. for nothing but good times. See player services for complete rules. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966.
6: You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lay back. It's that end of day. <sighs> That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com If you've got a sore throat or allergies or flu symptoms, then our grand opening might be just what the doctor ordered. Premier Health is opening two new urgent care centers on June 25th in Huber Heights and Troy. For more information, go to PremierUrgentCareOH.com
1: Lots of clouds this morning, temperatures rising out of the 60s, chance of an isolated shower. As we head into the afternoon, we'll increase the chances of a passing shower or thunderstorm. No threat for severe weather. A little breezy at times. Highs to about 77 degrees. Tonight we do dry out. Clouds begin to break and we fall to the low 60s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob.
4: And I'm Gloria. 457-1290 is the number to call if you would like to join us today.
3: The article we're talking about today is called Porn and the Threat to Virility. It is written by Belinda Luscombe, who has written numerous articles for Time and other publications on marriage, relationships, pornography, and other topics. This article today appeared in April 2016 and paints the picture of a generation of men reeling from the effects of early and prolonged exposure to porn. And there's quite a few stories, right?
4: Yes, there are. um, It's it's extremely common. And in a little bit, we're going to get to the stats. It's... Staggering, really. The good news, Bob, is that many of these young men, um, some of them are finding their way back to a life without pornor- pornography.
3: As, the, as we were going to the break, we were talking about uh, a series of different uh, vignettes we had here about people who had struggled with this. Mm-hmm. And one was uh, one person's name was Alexander Rhodes, who had left a good job with Google to develop counseling and community support sites. He had been exposed early on. Uh, His dad was in in computing and so forth. He had early access to technology as young as three. And he talked about unfettered access pretty much to the Internet. And he says by the time he was 14, he was pleasuring himself to porn 10 times a day. And he says, that's not an exaggeration. Uh, That and playing
4: video games was all I did. Right. And in his late teens, when he did get a girlfriend, things did not go well. He stated, I really hurt her emotionally. I thought it was normal to fantasize about porn while having sex with another person. If he stopped thinking about porn to focus on the girl, his body lost interest, he says. He quit porn a couple of times before finally swearing off it for good in late 2013. His two websites have about 200,000 members, and he says they get about a million unique users a month. Now, these men and the thousands of others who populate the websites with stories of sexual dysfunction are all at pains to make it clear that they are not anti-sex. The reason I quit watching porn is to have more sex, says Deem. Quitting porn is one of the most sex-positive things people can do, says Rhodes. One online commentator, or commenter, Sorofo, put it more simply, I just want to enjoy sex again and feel the real desire for another person.
3: And, uh, and of course, as we're going to get into this a little bit more in the second part of the show, um... <clears throat> the The area of ED erectile dysfunction isn't the only uh, 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 damaging aspect of right. all of this and so forth. There tends to be a lot uh, about that, uh, which has of course spawned its own debate. You know, uh, debate, but also the market has responded to some of with, those things. Right, uh, you know, very popular medications and so forth. Uh, do claims of uh, porn induced ED have any merit? Well, recent statistics suggest that there is some correlation. In 1992, about 5% of men experienced ED at the age of 40, according to the U.S. National Institutes of Health. A study in July 2013, Journal of Sexual Medicine, found that 26% of adult men uh, seeking help for ED were under the age of 40. In a 2014 study of 367 U.S. military personnel younger than 40, A third, so you can see the percentages here. Now, these are not all directly correlated populations, but a third in that study um, reported ED. These are people under the age of 40. And a 2012 Swiss study found the condition among a third or even younger men in the area of 18 18 to
4: 25. Right, which is something that was virtually, you know, potentially unheard of in the medical world, you know, before this whole entire porn thing started coming to surface.
3: Yeah, and they go on, and uh, a lot of the research talks about other potential uh, causes for this. Um, you know, there could, be, there could be any kind of a number of other health uh, concerns that are affecting this, uh, diabetes, obesity, social anxiety, depression. A lot of these things can cause that condition. Also, increased drug and alcohol usage can also, you know, cause ED. But the point they're trying to make here is that as mm-hmm. the access and the proliferation of pornography has gone up, there's also been some statistical correlation that ed has also gone up so there's a lot more ahead including the effect pornography has had on many younger women in our culture plus some strategies support mechanisms and even believe it or not technology ironically that some porn survivors have shared with those trying to find their way back from a long-time immersion in pornography If you'd like to weigh in here, if you've got a story you'd like to share with us here uh, about your personal experience with this, Uh, again, we're not in a position to counsel for your family today, but if you'd like to share something personal in your own life, please give us a call 457-1290. You can remain anonymous. I will just use your first name or an adopted name. 457-1290 when we continue.
4: You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: Dayton and Springfield station for 24 hour news, weather, and traffic, and our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. On
5: it. It's 9 30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following Dayton Air Show kicking off this Saturday, and what you'll need to know to ensure that you get to the right place at the right time. Check out the show this year.
1: A few showers around today and cooler than normal. I'm Meteorologist McCall Eggs. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up.
5: Well, WHIO triple team traffic as we watch the freeways pick up just a little bit out there on the Saturday morning. We're not seeing too much of congestion in any area, especially up north near the Dayton Air Show site so far today. Well, the Vector and Dayton Air Show, has, we have a couple of tips regarding that you can use if you're getting there from the freeway.
3: If you're traveling on north or southbound 75, you want to use the Northwoods Boulevard exit, exit 64, and follow the signs based on your ticket type. If you're coming from east or westbound 70, you're advised to use the airport access road exit, exit 32.
5: That's WHIO's John Tisdale. C says that drivers are encouraged to follow signs posted along the show route as well as the directions conveyed by cops. Well in Miami County two men including a retired Troy firefighter are in jail accused of rape with the f- while the former firefighter's son is behind bars on a weapons charge 48-year-old Jeffrey Kovalt is accused along with co-defendant Thomas Perkins of raping an intoxicated 21-year-old woman in March personnel records show Kovalt retired on April 1st cops say his son Aaron Kovalt was upset at his father's arrest and discharged a gun when his father was taken into custody That's WHIO's Ron Otto he says bond is set at $200,000 for both the free and perkins we're in for somewhat of a cooler weekend than, well cooler than normal we should say if you're heading out to the air show that could be good news for you
1: well as we kick off the weekend temperatures are going to be cooler than average for today only into the mid to upper 70s
5: meteorologist mccall wrightag says there is a chance for showers but she has a closer look in the exclusive forecast right now
1: Lots of clouds this morning. Temperatures rising out of the 60s. Chance of an isolated shower. As we head into the afternoon we'll increase the chances of a passing shower or thunderstorm. No threat for severe weather. A little breezy at times. Highs to about 77 degrees. Tonight we do dry out. Clouds begin to break and we fall to the low 60s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vridags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Well,
5: the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear throughout the majority of the Miami Valley. We are seeing some clouds in the sky from our studio on South Main Street in Dayton, but nothing too serious out there right now. A little bit of showers north of Wapakoneta, but that's about it. 66 degrees right now in Troy, 68 in Springfield, and 69 here in Dayton at 9:33. I'm Jonah Audi on Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it.
2: If keeping up the beauty of your home lawn and landscape is at the top of your to-do list, you're in good company. Hi, this is Randy with Green Velvet Sod Farms, and we are the spring season's biggest fan because, for us, it means all things outside your window will be waking up and showing off their natural green beauty, including your lawn. Since 1959, Green Velvet has been your trusted local supplier of Ohio's most beautiful Kentucky bluegrass and turf-type tall fescue sod. You can count on us to provide you with products to keep your landscape healthy and thriving with our top-quality grass seeds, fertilizers, weed control products, and much more. But quality products are just the tip of the grass blade here at Green Velvet. We've built our business on relationships with people who trust the knowledge and advice of our team of turf professionals. Visit one of our four Dayton or Columbus locations or online at greenvelvet.com for solutions to your specific lawn care needs. It's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Your local in-the-grass experts for 59 years and growing.
7: Have you tried the Tackle app? Tackle is challenging the way people get small jobs and chores done. It's simple and easy. Download the app, choose the chore you need completed, and Tackle will connect you with an approved provider who can tackle that chore. House cleaning, yard work, furniture assembly, and hauling off junk are just a few of the things you can take off your to-do list with the Tackle app. That's T-A-K-L download the tackle app today and you can turn your skills into dollar bills for a limited time tackle provider sign up is free in your area just visit Tackle.com and sign up today. Be your own boss, choose your own schedule, pick only the jobs you're willing to do, and most importantly, make money doing what you enjoy. Join the thousands of people across America who are helping people tackle their chores. Visit Tackle.com and sign up to be a Tackle provider today. That's Tackle.com, dot com. That's Tackle.com, dot com.
0: This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime.
6: WHIO.
0: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
3: Welcome back to There Is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf.
4: And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thanks for joining us today. as we talk today about pornography, especially on a generation of young men and women in our country. When does it start? Where does it lead? When is it an addiction? And who's involved in recovery, if it is? If you'd like to join us, call again at 457-1290.
3: We've been mostly talking about a Time Magazine article by Belinda Liscom called Porn and the Threat to Virility, focused on the impact of pornography on a generation of young men and we're going to return to that momentarily but what about young women how has it affected them another article called how porn is changing a generation of girls written by peggy orenstein drills into this this topic a little bit here by by pointing out that the 97 billion dollar global porn industry is really focused on one thing to put it crudely to get men off and to get them off fast for profit That means often eroticizing the degradation of women. In a study of behaviors in popular porn, nearly 90% of random scenes contained physical aggression toward women who nearly always responded neutrally or with pleasure. More insidiously, women would sometimes beg their partners to stop, then acquiesce and begin to enjoy the activity, regardless of how painful or debasing it was. This was the mainstream
4: way that a lot of porn was being presented. Perhaps because it depicts aggression as sexy, porn also seems to desensitize. Female porn users are less likely to intervene when seeing another woman woman being threatened or assaulted and are slower to recognize when they're in danger themselves. Boys, not surprisingly, use porn more than girls. Slightly under half of male college students use it weekly, but only 3% of females do. Porn has terrible effects on what young women believe they are supposed to look like, particularly during sex, said Leslie Bell, who is a psychotherapist and author of Hard to Get. And um, she quotes someone saying, I'll be hooking up with some guy who's really hot, confided a high school senior. Then things get heavier and all of a sudden my mind shifts and I'm not a real person. It's like, hey, this is me performing. This is me acting. And I don't even know who it is I'm playing. Who that she actually is? It's some fantasy girl, I guess. Maybe the girl from porn.
3: So you can see here, it's having a profound effect uh, on on young men and young women. And a lot of times, women don't get discussed as much because it does tend to be statistically. Uh, much more of a, a male-oriented uh, issue, but there are young women who have then kind of uh, changed their thinking in response to what they think their their, their male partners, their male loves are are wanting. Right. Now, the scope of this uh, whole issue is is rather amazing. Um, if 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 the causes of the the spike in ED are up for debate, right? We we read some statistics there where we showed some correlation in three different studies. Uh, from the early 2000s to now, that have talked about an increase in ED under the age of 40. Well, it's hard to argue with, with some of that correlation, or at least the, the direction it's going, because of the unprecedented access to porn via streaming video that has occurred within the past decade. The advent of video sites like uh, you know, uh, YouTube, which launched in 2005, allowed users to upload, aggregate, and organize videos, and it has transformed the way people encounter
4: porn. Uh, Yes, there's a staggeringly diverse um, array of free explicit content that's constantly expanding because anyone from amateurs to professionals can put a video online. One independent web tracking company clocked 58 million monthly U.S. visitors to adult sites in February 2006. Now just 10 years later, You ready for this? The number was 107 million. So it nearly doubled, Bob. One of the world's largest adult sites, Pornhub, an explicit video sharing site, says that it gets, you ready for this, 2.4 million visitors per hour. And that in 2015 alone, okay, people around the globe watched. Okay, boy, there's a lot of decimals here.
3: It's 4.4 billion
4: Is it billion? Hours, yes. Trillion. Mm -hmm. Hours of content which is more than twice as long as homo sapiens have spent on earth. This is unbelievable. Porn is, uh, <clears throat> uh, mm, I lost my place, Bob. Uh,
3: well, the, oh, yeah. the, it, it's ubiquitous. It's spun off all kinds of uh, memes, including something called Rule 34, yes. which says, <laughs> if it exists, there's <laughs> porn of it. The internet is like a 24-hour, all-you-can-eat buffet restaurant that serves every type of sex snack. And this is not news for people who have stumbled upon things or even sought things out. Uh, It's obviously everywhere. um, Huge industry and thousands upon thousands of sites. Now, you know, as we've focused here on this show, the young are devouring it, right? There's one study from Britain.
4: Yeah, 40% of British boys' ages 14 to 17 said they regularly watch, according to a February 2015 study by the University of Bristol. Um, an associate professor of media studies at New York University, says that nearly half of the 487 men she surveyed in one study had been exposed to porn before they turned 13. And a study in the Journal of Sex Research puts first exposure, on average, at 12 years old for young men.
3: Now, there's, a, there's been a massive social shift involving the health of young people uh, because of this, at least in the, in the opinion of, of certain researchers. But it usually prompts, when you see that kind of thing, a, a robust round of research to assess what's really going on. But in this case, the research has not been as comprehensive or as, as frequent or as plentiful. Uh, and the lack of this research is kind of creating a, an ongoing fight in the academic community about the effects of excessive porn use. There's a lot of hard science to decide. Uh, there's not a lot of hard science to decide the outcome one way or the other. The young porn abstainers have an unlikely guru. Gary Wilson is 59, a former part time adjunct biology professor at Southern Oregon University and various vocational schools, and the author of Your Brain on Porn Internet Pornography and the Emerging Science of Addiction. His website, Your Brain on Porn, or mo- more commonly, YBOP, is a clearinghouse for information that supports the link between heavy adolescent pornography use and sexual dysfunction. Many people find him through his uh, TED talk uh, that he did, TEDx talk, which he did in 2012, which has had over six million views.
4: Right. So why BOP contends that watching too much pornography um, in adolescence affects the brain in multiple ways. Porn trains your brain to need everything associated with porn to get aroused, Wilson says. That includes not only the content, but also the delivery method. Because porn videos are limitless, free and fast, users can click to a whole new scene or genre as soon as their arousal ebbs, and thereby, says Wilson, condition their arousal patterns to ongoing, ever-changing novelty.
3: A heavy porn schedule and the resulting sustained high levels of dopamine reinforces these patterns. And, you know, the discussion of dopamine comes up frequently in in discussions of addiction, uh, the direct correlation between various stimulants and what happens with dopamine in the brain. The result in some Internet porn users is higher brain activation to Internet porn and less arousal to sex with a real person, according to researchers. And then there's habituation, the need for more to get the same hit. Extreme novelty, certain fetishes, shock and a surprise and anxiety, all those elevate Dopamine.
4: Yes, Um, so they need those to be sexually aroused. Now, good to point out is that other researchers are dismissive of any link between porn and ED. Um, Quoting, in the absence of supporting scientific data, the strength of these young men's belief that porn causes ED is not evidence for the validity of their beliefs, says Dr. David J. Uh, Lee. He was a clinical psychologist and the author of The Myth of Sex Addiction. The overwhelming majority of porn users report no ill effects. A very, very small minority are reporting these concerns about erectile dysfunction. Now he points to recent studies of young men who use porn, like a 2015 paper in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, in which researchers from the University of Zagreb in Croatia analyzed studies of about 4,000 sexually active heterosexual young men in three European countries and found only a very slight correlation between pornography use and and erectile problems, and only in Croatia. Another found that porn users who were religious were more likely to think that they were addicted. Nicole Prouse, a psychologist and neuroscientist, as well as CEO of Liberos, a brain research company, also believes that uh, pornography-induced erectile dysfunction is a myth. An overwhelming number of studies have shown that the strongest predictors of ED continue to be depression, and drug use.
3: Now, for a lot of the uh, young male activists who spurred this article, uh, or at least the research that Belinda Luscombe did into porn and the threat to virility, they have a lot of um, what could be called anecdotal evidence, which which they state as exhibit A. And this is really interesting. Yes. Uh, Says one person, if you can get excited with porn and you can't get excited without porn, that's about as hard as evidence as you can get. In, in the opinion uh, of, um, I think his name was Gary Deem. And he suffered from the nation. Yes,
4: issues. He yep. cro-
3: he basically crossed off every other reason for his sexual dysfunction. Inexperienced, he says, I've been sexually confident and experienced guy since the age of 14. Obesity? Well, he's a certified personal trainer with under 10% body fat. Drug use? He claims to have smoked about five marijuana joints in his life. And his ED couldn't have been due to performance anxiety because, he says... He couldn't get aroused even when masturbating offline on a relaxed Sunday afternoon. But if he ran back to his computer to double check something, he could turn on porn and bam, things would happen for him. Yeah,
4: so, I mean, that's,
3: that's that's a common story.
4: Quite compelling, yes. Um, so beyond the issues facing these young men, there's emerging research that should give every porn user pause. A 2014 FMRI study from the Max Planck Institute found that habitual porn use may have indeed an effect on the brain. The more pornography men consumed, the smaller the brain striatum, not a medical doctor, which is the reward center of the brain basically. And those who watched more pornography showed less response to pornographic pictures in the same area. Another study showed that more frequent porn users were more impulsive and had less ability to delay gratification. And a brain scan study out of the University of Cambridge in 2014 showed that men with compulsive sexual behavior responded to explicit clips in the same way users of drugs respond to drugs. They crave them, even if they didn't like them.
3: And there's a lot more that's going to yes. go back and forth here in the whole scientific part part of this, and we're going to actually point you to some sites where you can look into this in, more in depth. But this porn addiction debate is really a subset of a disagreement in the medical and scientific communities about whether it's possible to classify so-called behavioral addictions, like pornography, gambling, eating, uh, all of these things, is in the same category as substance addictions, like those to alcohol or prescription drugs. So, what what you find here is that some people are arguing, you know, it's formally an addiction. Other people are saying, no, it's not formally an addiction. What, what the thrust of this article here is by uh, Belinda Liscomb was that. Uh, it was apparent that a generation of men had come forth saying it was indeed a problem for them. Whether it was technically a scientific addiction or classified as such really wasn't relevant to them. They were saying it was a a significant issue and many of them had become activists to try to reclaim not only their own lives but the lives of other people who were suffering from it.
4: Right. There's um, an interesting uh, theory by a, a guy named Brian Anderson Now, he's a cognitive neuroscientist at Johns Hopkins University. His theory um, is intriguing, and his specialty is habit formation. In February, his team released a study showing that visual stimuli that are linked to a reward are harder to ignore when they are encountered again. When the brain detects evidence of the enjoyable stimulus, it pays more attention and blocks out other stimuli. Your brain is wired to develop those patterns and when you tie them to something like porn, it can be very disruptive and very difficult to break. Now he hypothesizes that the visual nature of porn makes it particularly appealing for the brain. It lends itself to a strong and quick attention bias, he says. The brain is going to learn that association, um, that association very quickly. And he says, because people's modern lives are very computer heavy, there are reminders of porn everywhere. There probably comes a point in time, he says, where you open up your browser and you just start thinking about porn. And that's before the you know virtual reality tech starts to take things to a whole new level, he says.
3: Yeah, yeah. Boy. And, <laughs> and the article goes on and talks about how since a lot of younger uh, people, teenagers, are guzzling all that porn and digesting it, they're doing it on a brain that is still developing. Yeah. And the argument goes that they're particularly susceptible to this. Uh, Researchers have noted that porn often goes hand-in-hand with video games and is similarly finely tuned to be as habit-forming as possible. Porn embeds you in what I call present hedonistic time zone. According to the researcher Philip Zimbardo, you seek pleasure and novelty and live for the moment. While not chemically addictive, he says, porn has the same effect on behavior as a drug addiction does. Some people stop doing it, much else in favor of... Uh, stop doing much else in favor of pursuing it. And then the problem is you do it more and more. The reward center of your brain loses the capacity for arousal. So here's where we are. We've been talking about pornography today in the article, The Porn and the Threat to Virility. And we're going to tell you where you can get that article in its entirety when we continue. We also have a number, quite a few other resources to share with you when you return. So you might want to have a pencil and paper handy Probably got a half dozen different things we'd like to share with you when we come back.
4: You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
8: Find new roads to savings at Dave Cale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kael Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks. Make summer driving a pleasure with a vehicle you'll treasure. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership.
5: We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles.
8: Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehLChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale's Chevrolet. When you think of grand openings, you probably think of... <clears throat> but in this particular
6: grand opening, you might hear more... <coughs> Because Premier Health is opening new urgent care centers in the area. If you have sinus issues, allergies, flu symptoms, or anything else you want to check up on, come into our urgent care centers, opening June 25th in Huber Heights and Troy. You can even go online to save your spot in line. For more information, go to PremierUrgentCareOH.com. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lay back. It's that end of day. <sighs> That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body comforting orthopedic made locally at the original mattress factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The original mattress factory thoughtfully made, honestly priced original
5: Are you being cheated? Every minute we spend online generates billions of dollars for big Internet companies and nothing for you. E.F. Hutton wants to change that. Join us Monday, June 25th at the Courtyard Marriott in Springfield for the E.F. Hutton Talks User Rights Conference with guest presenter Martin Luther King III. Registration is free and lunch is provided, but time is running out. Reserve your seat now at efhutton.com. That's E-F-H-U-T-T-O-N dot com.
7: Elk & Elk provides our injured clients the resources they deserve. And the legal talent to go head-to-head with insurance companies and big corporations. Elk & Elk combines these resources with decades of experience to recover over $1 billion. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Lots of
1: clouds this morning. Temperatures rising out of the 60s. Chance of an isolated shower. We head into the afternoon. We'll increase the chances of a passing shower or thunderstorm. No threat for severe weather. A little breezy at times. Highs to about 77 degrees. Tonight we do dry out. Clouds begin to break and we fall to the low 60s. I'm Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
3: Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob.
4: And I'm Gloria.
3: We've been talking today about pornography, particularly the article uh, Porn and the Threat to Virility. If you'd like to track that article down, you can Google this. It appeared in Time Magazine uh, in uh, April 2016. I think the article is dated March 31st, but it was in the April edition. It's The article is written by Belinda Luscombe, L-U-S-C-O-M-B-E, Porn and the Threat to Virility. Uh, and, and sometimes these these articles are available. Other times you got to pay a subscription and so forth. The article is available currently online if you'd like to look into that because there's a lot more that we couldn't even get to today. Oh, tons,
4: yeah. <clears throat>
3: but we have a little bit more we want to share with you here about Noah Church, who we mentioned earlier in the article.
4: Yeah, so he devotes about 20 hours a week to trying to help others eliminate porn from their lives or at least cut out the habit known as PMO, which stands for Porn, Masturbation, and Orgasm. He has written a free book about it, Entitled WAC, W A C K. He also runs an addicted to porn, addicted to internet porn.com um, and he counsels people via Skype for about a $100 fee. Now, um, Rhodes, meanwhile, another guy that we mentioned earlier, tries to help guys get their mojo back by arranging challenges during which young people try to abstain from PMO for a certain span of time. There are different levels of abstinence, the most extreme, known ironically as Hard mode is keeping away from any sexual activity and the least extreme is having all the sexual encounters that present themselves, including those that occur alone, but without visual aids. Deem's site also offers similar strategies, along with a lot of community support and educational materials. And a group of young men from Utah have started an organization called Fight the New Drug, which has a free recovery program for teens called Fortify,
3: and that's one of the resources we were we were going to recommend to you here. FighttheNewDrug.com is something uh, is a site very much worth uh, looking into. It got an awful yeah. lot of different uh, resources on it. Now, we've covered a lot of ground as fast as we could here today. We have a number of additional resources to share. This list is by no means complete, but uh, if you'd like to understand the arguments around this pornography addiction debate or you've decided one way or the other in your mind how it's impacted your life and those around you, we, we've got sites to kind of appeal f- for different aspects of this. But this whole question about uh, whether it's an addiction or not, there is one article from the Daily Beast.com, uh which discusses porn but refrains. In fact, it argues against the idea of the traditional addiction model for pornography, citing some important research done at UCLA. The article is called Your Porn Addiction Isn't Real, and it's by Samantha Allen. Uh, The question here is not whether pornography use may have attendant psychological, social, health, or uh, personal or relational ramifications, but whether the brain can be addicted to porn in a similar way that it can be to alcohol or drugs. Since we talked about that earlier, there is an article if you'd like to look that up. What else do we have?
4: Right. So there's another resource that discusses porn as an addiction. Um, A great site to visit um, is at Project Know, K-N-O-W.com, Project Know.com. And there's an article in there um, entitled, What is Porn Addiction? But they also have warning signs and, um, you know, symptoms, causes, risk factors, and more. So it's a great resource as well.
3: And uh, also then there, is a, there are a number of apps and subscription sites or services built around the idea of relational accountability. Now, some of these are as simple as um, uh, web tracking software. You know, we've talked about the net nannies in the past, and there's one called Custodio. Q U S T O D I O for
4: tracking, think. right? For
3: tracking, and they'll they'll keep track of what's being used and so forth, and the, they make it difficult Good for, for the, the user to remove uh, these things. But there are other more involved uh, sites that, are, that talk about relational accountability, and a leader among that, one of the early pioneers, is something called CovenantEyes.com. CovenantEyes.com. So you sign up for a subscription, and your activity essentially is shared with someone else that you uh, designate as your accountability partner. So there's a lot of stuff out there. It's certainly a major issue, you know, affecting millions of people, as we said. If you missed any of these things, feel free to write to us at Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com, and we'll be happy to share those with you. And we're going to have our website up, and we'll also put those up pretty soon. We're still making some changes to the website. We'll have that uh, up and ready to go shortly. Out of time, once again, we appreciate you walking along with us today. Again, as I said, look for our new and improved website coming soon. Take an extra moment this week to stop and care for someone in your life or someone you simply encounter. And remember, dear friends, never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. For my dear friend and co-host Gloria, for our fine, fine producer Javon, and all those who make this show possible, a big thank you to you all. I'm Bob Wolf, and you've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIL. Have a blessed week.